Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let's talk about dating, specifically dating on Match. I told you guys this before, American singles have spoken and being emotionally mature is in. You got to be ready for commitment. It's not cute to be playing games anymore and just basing all your luck with the men or the ladies on looks. Okay, so matches annual survey of singles in America found that for the first time in over a decade, emotional maturity ranks higher than physically attractive on singles priority lists. In fact, pre pandemic being attractive was number one. And now it's a bump down to number eight. Emotionally mature adults are the new sexy and there really is nothing hotter than dating someone that like gets you that inspires you that starts their day before 11 a.m., that loves open and honest communication, that loves running errands together. Like, I don't know, Pete going with Kim to Ripley's, believe it or not, to try on her Marilyn Monroe McGala dress and hold her hand while she tries to fit it over her butt. That's real love. Are you guys ready for something more? If you know what you want and you're not afraid to say it, download Match. And now messaging your top matches is free. So if you guys are ready for something more and you know what you want and you're not afraid to say it, download Match. Messaging your top matches is free. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hello. Hi, you guys. I'm sorry if you hear construction. I live in New York and there's no such thing as peace and quiet. There are always sirens, construction, and just Leo barking and noise that wakes my baby up and fucks my life. Hi, everyone. I am recording from my bed today because I am so donezo. I feel like I'm husband. I checked if I had COVID. I, no, actually, I didn't take COVID t- test yet. I took a thermometer to my mouth to see if I had a fever. And I'm just like feeling like real shit. The only difference with my drinking yesterday is that I drank. We went out for husband's birthday, but he's such a basic bitch that his birthday is on May 9th. And we went out on May 6th, 5th. <laughs> And he was just like, it's not my birthday. He was literally like Stasi from Vanderpump Rules. Like, it's not my fucking birthday. Like, it doesn't count. And I was like, I have created a fucking monster. Like, I remember when he didn't care about his birthday. And like, look at him now. Every package that we get downstairs, he's like, is that my gift? And then like, he ordered this like stroller attachment for our bugaboo for Noah, like he ordered it from Bloomingdale's and he forgot. So he sees a box from Bloomingdale's and he's like, oh my God, somebody totally ordered me something from Bloomingdale's for my birthday. Wonder who it's from. And then like, (laughs) I saw the bugaboo sticker. So I don't know what's going into him. I think he needs some like, I don't know, more attention because he's such a fucking basic bee about his birthday. But he also is so annoying. He's such a detective that he found out 
every single thing that I had planned. The first part is my fault. I sent him the bracelet I was going to buy him instead of sending it to my sister. Cause you know, that thing where you talk shit accidentally to the person you're talking shit about and you send it to them. So the same thing, but this was like a gift idea. I was like thinking about his gift and sent the idea to him. I immediately deleted it when I realized, but it was too late because he's a basic bitch and on his phone all the time. So he was like, saw it. How fucking annoying. Like pretend you didn't. And then, so I ended up, I, I did get him the bracelet. He just thinks I didn't because it's like not a surprise anymore. And then my other idea was to buy Paul McCartney tickets. He's been dying to go for years. And I'm always like, oh my God, you're a hundred. So I was like, oh my God, he's coming in June. Like I'll buy the tickets now. And in June, we're also going to Coldplay. So I want it like, and I wasn't involved in buying the tickets for Coldplay, but I think it's like also at MetLife. So I was just like randomly asking questions about the Coldplay show. I was like, hey, like when is Coldplay? Oh, it's at MetLife. Oh, are seats good? Like, and he's like, why are you asking? I was like, cause like, I just want to know. And he was just like, are you taking me to Paul McCartney for my birthday? Like literally basic bitch, like to the fucking max. And I literally didn't even have the energy to like tell him he's wrong. So I was just like, no, you're so annoying. You le- literally ruined every surprise. So the only other surprise that he doesn't know about yet is that I'm taking him to Carbone on Monday. I mean, yesterday, <laughs> this comes out Tuesday and he's so fucking crazy that like literally last week at the end of the week, he was like, he was like, hey, what? Like, you can't get a reservation at Carbone. Like, that's weird. Like, why can't you? Like, just out of nowhere, he said this. And I was just like, oh, man. One. Anyway, but he doesn't know about that yet. Um, just wanted to share that with you guys because I can't tell you on Instagram because he, you know, watches my every fucking move like a hawk. But anyway, so I just wanted to do an, a little like talk to you from my bedroom vibes, catch up on what's going on. I honestly miss you. I feel like when I'm busy, even though I'm like posting and still do my regular shit, I feel like I don't have as much time to like interact and like, you know, I love reading my DMs and like answering and getting into convos. And I feel like for that shit, I have less time when I'm busier let's talk a little bit about interesting shit that happened this week. First of all, I do want to say, I know that it was a total boop because the week that I had my crazy with a K week and had Kim on the podcast and the Hulu premiere and everything like that was also the week that I found out that I got the gig with E to do their show Cards Catch Up, which is a YouTube show recapping the new Hulu show and just talking about what's happening with the car Jenners in general. And it's so cute and it's so fun. It's so exciting. But I feel like I didn't share enough with you about it just because it literally was like the call for my agent about the two things. And somehow the E thing, like, you know, because Hulu and the Kim interview were happening that week, it was like crazier and I needed to focus more on that. But the E thing is so exciting and so cool. And I really hope you all tune in because it's eight or nine minutes long. And my co-host is a cutie patootie. His name is Cold Paulson. And we have so much fun just breaking down the episode, which I get to watch early motherfuckers, which I'm so crazy that I watch it early to do the show. And then I watch it again to recap it for y'all. And also because I need to like watch it. I don't know. I'm crazy. I like watch it twice. So it comes out every Thursday cards catch on e on youtube on e's youtube so you guys should watch it and just know that it's like really exciting for me like you know obviously was like this is meant for me thank you uh but let's talk a little bit about shit that happened this week that we didn't really get to talk too much about on instagram first of all i just thought you know it was travis scott's birthday recently and kylie you know, reposted all the fan accounts that posted pictures of them like together. Like she was just reposting all of them. And it was like, okay, Kylie, like you're totes trying to tell us that like you're together. You know what I mean? Because otherwise she wouldn't repost like the lovey dovey pic. She would repost like friendly pics. But now today she literally put up a photo of them embracing on the beach. And it's like a boop. We are together. And you know what, Kylie, we get it. But we also know that you guys have been like on and off for 
year. So it's not like that crazy to us. We also don't know much about your relationship because you literally share nothing with us aside from lip kits. Like, I don't know, maybe tell us your son's new name. What the fuck are you waiting for? Like, is she unsure about what the name is going to be? Like, I don't fucking know. Obviously, there was the craziness with Kim's Met Gala dress. People were freaking out. At the beginning, people were freaking out in a positive way because it was like, wow, that's so cool. You know, Marilyn's dress and and iconic. And she did look beautiful. And, and, and it was a very, very cool moment. But then she mentioned both in the Vogue article and on the carpet that she lost 16 pounds to fit into it, which we then found out that she didn't even really fit into it because it didn't close in the back. It was like tied on the bottom of the zipper and on the top of the zipper. And that's why she wore the first shawl, which like good for everybody that guessed it. Like I'm such a fucking dick. Like I didn't guess that. I was just like, yeah, she's wearing a fur thing because like Marilyn would. I didn't think that. Like I... I, I think it's crazy that she had the fucking guts to go on the carpet with a dress that doesn't fit her that is tied. You know what I mean? And and she was wear she was like holding the cover up, like the shawl. She was it was very nonchalantly. It's not like it was she let it kind of like fall off her shoulders, which like wouldn't you be scared if the dress in the back literally wasn't closed, but she did lose 16 pounds in like three weeks, try to fit into it. And and it's crazy because we all knew. Uh, and heard the rumor she was going to wear this dress. I wonder how upset she was that, you know, it wasn't a surprise because we all the Internet is fucking crazy and put it together because she had mentioned that she was going to wear a dress that can't be tailored. And then she was seen going into Ripley's, believe it or not, in Orlando, which is like random. And, you know, a lot of people were very, very, very upset with her about the comment that she made and felt like it was being glamorized, the weight loss in such a short period of time. And obviously it's triggering for people that dealt with eating disorders or disordered eating in general. Listen, it's hard because sometimes I look at through the lens of me, right? Amanda, 34 years old, you know, did I have issues with food in my life and, you know, wasn't always the healthiest of relationships? Yes. But in general, like I'm pretty okay, you know, with food and my relationship with my body and shit that it didn't affect me in that way. When she said that, it's like, I would never fucking do that. I would not ever do that. That's crazy. You're insane. That's crazy. She did that. But like, do whatever the fuck you want. But that's not me thinking about how it would affect young girls that are influenced and, you know, would take something that she said as like kind of a, a guidance to do that and to fit into their dress. It's weird because Kim has been around for a real long time and, and she's smart and she's such a businesswoman that she should know better and she should have expected that this wouldn't be taken well. And she could have just not talked about that part. But you know what I think? I think she was really proud of it. I think that for her, it was a goal that she achieved and she was proud of it. And, you know, she went on and ate pizza uh, right after. And and some people looked at it like, you know, like we're happy that she's open because a lot of stars show up and they're really thin and they'll tell you that they eat pizza and donuts all day, every day. So what do we prefer? It's such a crazy, crazy time also that people get criticized for literally everything. Do I think she shouldn't have, you know, mentioned it? It would have gone better. Yes. Do I think it's stupid in general and like to make that kind of effort for a dress where you guys, she also wore it for five minutes and changed into the fucking replica. Like she could have worn the replica from the beginning. None of us would have known and cared. We would have been like, oh my God, inspired by Marilyn. Is it cool she wore her actual dress? Yes. But is it worth like it's not even worth a fucking trip to Orlando to me? Like, I'm sorry, with all due respect, to R.I.P. Marilyn, like queen. But it's just a lot in general. And I'm sure in retrospect, it's also wasn't worth it for her, especially with, you know, receiving backlash yet again, yet fucking again. You guys, I know that listening to my podcast gets you in the mood and is, you know, really sexy audio. But if you want even sexier audio, short, sexy audio stories that are designed by women for women is offered on Dipsy. It's an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. You guys are going to love it. You literally can just curl up with a cup of tea and just get in the mother mode. 
Dipsy brings scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, you can find stories for you. You want a story about an intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor? I might have had both those fantasies last night. Um, they have stories designed specifically for your zodiac sign, too. Oh my God, I'm sure. Oh my God. Gemini stories are freaking wild. There is new content every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness stories, and they also offer written stories. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat up things with a partner. Mmm, we love it. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to Dipsy stories.com slash not skinny that's spelled d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash not skinny and that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dip c stories.com slash not skinny this is a sexy ad okay so get a pair of extra underpants and listen to this so no i'm serious though imagine the best orgasm or sex you've ever had. And then imagine that it could be better with products that were designed to naturally enhance sexual pleasure and give you access to bigger and better orgasms solo or with a partner. Foria is using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. Foria has like a serious cult following with tens of thousands of people who have had their sex lives transformed through using their products because they make products that will transform your sexual pleasure, especially if you have a vagina or love someone that has a vagina. It's all about the vagina, guys. They have this arousal oil that's called Awaken and it's like a juicy warm up that helps you get really turned on and increases your pleasure and deepens your orgasms. Again, you guys, with a partner or solo. So, yes, you have my permission to try this. I fully endorse you to go ahead and treat yourself to more deeper, fuller pleasure wherever you can and as often as possible as you can and start with a bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal for my listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting Foria, F O R. IA wellness.com slash not skinny or use code not skinny at checkout. That's foria wellness.com forward slash not skinny for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their awaken arousal oil and sex oil. You'll thank me later. While this was happening, Ray J decided to speak out after 20 years about the sex tape. And uh, he did a exclusive with daily mail, which like Ray J with all due respect, like, you're going to do an exclusive like <laughs> about such a fucking iconic pop culture moment. Then like, I don't know, sit down with the New York Times. Daily Mail isn't really isn't really it. But it was just a very weird article. Like I tried to get through it to get to like the text message screenshots. And it wasn't really making sense. The gist of it that he was trying to say and the reason supposedly that he's bringing it up now is because the comment Kim made in the Kardashians, which was like, I don't know. He could have fucked me in the ass with a dildo while I was while I was asleep. And Ray J was offended by that and said that that would paint him as like, you know, a rapist or something. And that motivated him to want to clear the air about the sex tape and tell the world that it wasn't him leaking it. It was agreed upon with Kim and Chris. And, you know, it was all this organized thing to catapult Kim's career, like Paris Hilton's and all of that. I feel like he didn't get the press and the like tararam that he wanted to get from it. You know what I mean? I feel like he thought the world would turn upside down, but the world kind of hasn't. I think the world is kind of over the sex tape and we don't care at this point. I also think that the world has always wondered what Kim's part is in the sex tape. Like, you know, how it was released without her approval if it was leaked and how then, you know, Vivid Entertainment, whoever released it was ensued. And so I think we never really got real answers to those questions. So we sort of let it go. And I think it's just like a tired 
subject. I feel like the sex tape is a tired subject, especially after like seeing it again in this season of the Kardashians and Kanye going to get it. And also that part was confusing because apparently Ray J stands by the fact that Kanye did come and get it, but it was like only pictures, which that was what was sort of said on the Kardashians. But then like he said, oh, I just wanted to like be nice and cool with, you know, to Kanye. And it was like, okay, this family fucked you over so bad. I don't know. It's very confusing, but you know what? They've made like a hundred million off that sex tape. So like I'm about to make a sex tape, like quite literally. Like, I don't know. Sounds like fucking a lot of money. And I wonder in retrospect. Oh, my God. I've been saying retrospect way too much. Drink every time I say retrospect. Oh, my God. Don't drink. But in retrospect, (laughs) uh, word of the day, you're using big words now. If it's if if it was worth it. And I think it was also in the Ripley's Believe It or Not video where we get to see kind of behind the scenes of Kim trying to fit in the dress and them giving her a piece of Marilyn's hair Pete was there. I love him. What can I do? I love him. I'm just a basic bitch that loves him like every fucking other basic bitch. And he's there and she's stressing. She's like, I'm not fitting, babe. And he's like, it's okay. You got this. And then they had a cute moment at the end where he was wearing two hats and she was like, babe, take off a hat. And he's like, why? And she's like, this might be like filmed for something. And he's like, okay. And then I was shipping, shipping, shipping all over it. And then I had a friend write to me her hot take and I wanted to share with y'all because I was kind of like oh my god am I flipping like a steak so wasn't flipping like a steak but she got me thinking let me pull it up because I remember exactly what she said but she was basically like saying how this moment which is what I'm talking about the the interaction there and the moment that we saw on the carpet if you guys remember at the Met Gala Lala was interviewing them and she was interviewing Kim and then Pete was making like funny comments on the side. He was like, oh, I wanted to wear my propeller hat. She didn't let me. And but he didn't want to be like on camera. And Kim was like, come here, come here. And she didn't really laugh at his jokes, though. She did say like, Pete looks so handsome. And Lala, like obsessed with Pete, like all of us, like Lala was just like, Pete, my boy. She's like, by the way, loved Lala on the carpet. I I think that like and this is not you know, I feel like reporters and interviewers and hosts and whatever should still have their jobs and they do great work and they're so professional. But you just see the difference in how celebrities react when somebody they know interviews them versus like, you know, just a host that they don't really know, like Kim with Lala and then Emma Chamberlain with Hailey Bieber. It's just a different person. Like, I feel like celebs are so guarded when it's somebody they don't know. So they'll just answer the question. They'll make sure to not say anything that could be like spun. And I think that the moment you show them somebody they know, they feel more comfortable. So I should do the Met Gala red carpet next year. That is the only capacity in which I'd want to go to the Met Gala, by the way. Or to be like a bathroom attendant and smoke cigarettes with Cara Delevingne. Or not do the drugs that she's doing because, oh my fucking God. Which, by the way, I really thought she was shimmying her shoulders. But then I got a lot of messages saying like, no, it's definitely drugs from people that, you know, might know. So I really feel bad for her. She did grow up in a very like crazy, chaotic household. Her mom was like an addict. And I just hope she gets well because she's such a funny, cute, hot person. So anyway, I wanted to go back to my friend's hot take about Keat that kind of spoke to me and I kind of understood what she was saying. So she writes me, they're not going to last. They're not really compatible. They're hot together and it's sexy and exciting. But this is the second time that I'm seeing interaction between them that I really see like the age difference or not even the age, like the, the differences between them. She wrote this in Hebrew. That's why I'm translating. It's an Israeli friend. And I was like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, babe, they're not really compatible. He's just so fucking excited that he's with her and gets to like, you know, fuck her. And she's having so much fun being with like this hot young guy who's so in love with her and is like, you know, fanning over her and makes her laugh and everybody around her laugh and everything is fresh and fun. But she said, but babe, it's just not it. And I was like, oh, my God. And she said, like, he was joking on the carpet and she's like, come here, like kind of like mom vibes a little. And he, she said, it's not his vibe to hold her hand and walk after all day. He's a young, funny comedian from New York. He's 28 years old. That whole family is sitting, you know, sitting on him. He's getting fucking spray tanned. It's going to ruin his career. 
That's a hot take. That's a hot take. I don't know if I like agree, but I see this, you know, like if they do break up, I'll see kind of the moments in which I could see why, if you get what I mean. So I wanted to share that with you and get your brain rolling on the important things in life. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm dying. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the Selling Sunset reunion. But I am shook that Chriselle basically uh, confirmed that she is dating Australian uh, musician G Flip. And it's so wild because, again, the Internet was onto this. You guys, I've been getting messages about it for months. Oh, my God. There's a video of them making out. Uh, G Flip uh, is a non-binary. Oh, my God. They're kissing. I'm kind of like into it. I feel like I want Chriselle to be happy. The only thing I'm wondering, and I think that the rest of the world is wondering, is, you know, famously, we saw that she broke up with Jason because of babies, right? They were so in love. They were so into each other. You know, it might have been hard to see the chemistry on the show, but like it was real. And they broke up because he wasn't ready for babies. So is G Flip, who is a touring young musician, ready for babies? I don't know. You know, maybe that was her excuse for not wanting to stay with Jason. Maybe the spark wasn't there. You know, maybe he was such a good friend and it was, you know, so, you know, hot and, 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 and amazing, but maybe the spark wasn't there. She's 27 years old and she's known for her songs, uh, gay for me, which is, you know, so apropos Chriselle. But it is, uh, listen, I think it's hot. She said it started because I was going to be in their video and it's just about this chaotic love story. That's how they got together. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys, their name is G Flip. They're non-binary, so they go by they, them, and they're an extremely talented musician. You know what I'm wondering, though? What's G Flip's real name? That's what I want to know. Georgia Claire Flippo. Oh, so it makes sense. So that's hot. I heard that uh, Jason broke down in tears and said that Chriselle was kind of the love of his life. So that's sad for him. Anyway, ASAP and Riri are fucking hot in his new video. Uh, and people thought they were together because people thought they were engaged because in the video uh, he has uh, like he proposes to her like with his grills, but they say that they're not together. They're, <laughs> but they say that they're not, they're not engaged. Even though in the DMB music video, you see the couple just being so hot in so many different situations. And then he has grills saying, marry me. And, uh, Rihanna has grills saying I do, but they're not, they're not. We got excited for nothing. So Okay, do you guys know those cute little star-shaped pimple patches Hailey Bieber is always wearing? Or you know those cute little star-shaped patches that are always on your Instagram feed? That's Starface. Yup, that's Starface's best-selling Hydro Stars. Uh, it's a 100% hydrocolloid pimple patch that helps reduce inflammation, absorb fluid, and shrink spots overnight. It might sound crazy, but it literally works and also makes me look forward to a breakout because I get to wear these cute little stars. I love that they have a full range of Hydro Star pimple patches for whatever mood I'm in, including their newest variation, Hydro Star plus Salic Acid, including their newest variation, which helps treat deeper pimples and acne. Pimple patches aside, Starface also formulated an approachable line of skincare. I love their body wash. I literally Love it. It's a gentle, lightly foaming cleanser. I love their body wash. It's called Outer Space and it's a daily body wash for acne prone skin that helps hydrate and exfoliate. I'm a girl that loves um, like a soapy body wash, not a creamy one, if you know what I mean. And this one is perfect. Starfaces is perfect. So you guys should check them out. You can shop the entire Starface collection. It's Starface World. And for a limited time, Starface is offering Not Skinny But Not Fat listeners 15% off your first order at checkout. The code is NOTSKINNY15. Again, that's code NOTSKINNY15 for 15% off your first order at starface.world. 
most of y'all already know about Couchgate and how I got screwed with the couch that I bought at a furniture store that rhymes with Rob's <laughs> and needed a quick, easy, trustworthy uh, source to buy a new couch from. And all of y'all were like, Article B. Um, cause they, they also had like a 30 day guarantee where if I didn't like it, I could return it. I was like, hell to the yes. And I ordered my Berard sectional, which I love and I still have. And then I just continued ordering from article and I have their Seno dining table. I have their boucle bench and I have a rocking chair in Noah's room and I'm just getting started. You guys, an article just now, uh, launched their new line of outdoor products for summer 22. So you guys should check it out, especially because they are offering my listeners $50 off. So article is offering my listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. There is no code to claim. You have to visit article.com slash not skinny and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash not skinny to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more article will save you money. They don't have a showroom. They don't have, you know, a lot of bills to pay and middlemen in the middle, just costing you more so they can provide really affordable prices across the USA and Canada. Fast, affordable shipping is available and is free on orders over $9.99 and all in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. I did want to talk about Courtney's look on the red carpet. I will say a lot of people are asking me about it. I will say this. I think she is in the most in the prime of her fucking life. She's so in love. She's so happy. She's glowing. She's looks beautiful. And I think that the style is not my fave. My fave style of courts was when she was with Eunice. Look it up. Look up like literally court when she was with Eunice. Like the style was like if you guys remember that was the time when I was obsessing over HB street style and court street style at the same time. So it's not that. And I don't really get what this look was, this deconstructed. I don't get it. I don't understand why. Like, she's so cute. She's so hot. She could have worn anything and, and looked so good. I just don't get these outfits. And I don't get why no one's, you know, no one's kind of, no one's stepping in and being like, Court, you're not making the best decisions in life right now. We just want you to be, you know, look the best you can fucking look. And this ain't it. But fuck it. She's fucking happy. You're fucking making out all day. People also ask me a lot about that. Are you over the red carpet, like tonguing, whatever? And what I say is this. I feel like they can't not do it anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like it's expected of them the way it's expected of Chris to stand at the top of the Met Gala stairs. Like maybe she doesn't want to stand there and wait for her daughters, but it's like the cute thing that she does and everyone knows. So she has to. People do things that are expected of them sometimes. Do you get what I'm saying? I do want to talk a little bit about also the Amber and Johnny trial. I am not doing full coverage. I cannot watch a trial for hours every day. The fact that social media and the internet have decided to not only not believe Amber, but call her a liar, uh, an actress, a horrible person. And literally she's crying about, you know, just horrible things. And people have decided to just not believe her. And to me, that is wild. Now this, I just want to say a disclaimer that I did receive many messages from people that know her, knew her, were friends with her in the industry and from outside the industry that are saying that she's, you know, crazy, that she's not a good person, that, you know, Johnny was always kind and nice and she was a crazy one. She, you know, all these really horrible stories I've heard. Okay. But yet, but still, I cannot join this mob mentality that is deciding to just bash this human. And people need to be way more careful because that chick could cause somebody to fucking like take their own life. I'm not joking, you guys. That's how I feel. Even if you're not a depressed, suicidal person, having the world turn on you, like, could you imagine what that can do to a person? Really? And so that's why I say like, okay, all this shit that you think you've decided that makes her guilty and, and Johnny innocent, there still is a glimmer that she is not lying, okay? 
And what if she's not lying and the whole world is calling her a fucking liar? That literally, like, I can't, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. And it's so easy to go down that rabbit hole. A lot of you guys are saying, oh, you're pointing me to different stories and different tweets and TikToks and an Instagram account that everybody's following for the trial. Okay, but you're showing me a very, very one-sided, very, very biased, very, very, like, narrow view which, yeah, if I watch just those things, I'm going to hate Amber. I'm going to think she's a liar. I'm going to think she's an actress. I'm going to think everything. And guys, I just want to tell you again, Johnny Depp is the love of my life. I would leave husband right now. I mean, not right now because I'd want to know what actually happened there. But I was so in love with him my whole life. I've watched every one of his movies. I had his picture in my wallet. I was an obsessive fan of Johnny Depp. Like he was my ride or die. Like that was like the posters on my wall. Okay. And I don't want to believe that he could do those things. But there are two people here. We don't know what fucking happened. We don't know. And I know this is not going to help because the public has made their opinion. And it's an unexpected one, right? Because usually we do believe a woman. And I'm not saying we should blindly believe a woman and that men can't be men can't be victims of uh, domestic violence. I'm saying we don't know. And we are not, I mean, we can judge and make opinions. I'm just asking, be team Johnny, okay? Let's not go on this Amber Heard fucking rampage to destroy a fucking woman. You're assuming she's on her phone. You're assuming she's not seeing it. She does see, everyone sees. Celebs are on their phone. Famous people are on their phones. Everyone's on their fucking phone. Everyone sees. Like, do we want people to fucking kill themselves? Do we want people to off themselves in this world because we come for them so hard as if they're not fucking human? And I've seen this over and over, you know, with with cancel culture and with everything. It's just seeing people treat people that they hate or they, you know, whatever, or they think have fucked up and you're acting like you want them to die. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. It's not like, oh, I just don't like her. Oh, she's not interesting. It's like it, the, the amount of hatred and the amount of energy of negativity towards a person just seems like unless the person is dead on the street, you're not going to really calm down. And I really hope and, and, and feel in my soul that it's not my followers and it's not my listeners. But I just wanted to say that I you know, I can get sucked into it too and see the funny clips and see that Amber, you know, is fucking taking a picture with the tissue. And, but at the end of the day, that doesn't mean that there's no truth to what she's saying. You know, that's how I feel about that. But y'all keep, you know, following the pages that are doing the real uh, work with this trial, but just try to take that into consideration. What I just said. Also just a rando piece of like information that I want to share with you guys because I did some like stalking today. Did y'all know that James fucking Franco, which by the way, I got to stalking him because of the trial, because he, Amber said that Johnny fucking hates James Franco and he thought that Amber was cheating with him and he got violent with Amber. Amber says, Amber alleged, oh my God, I'm trying to be like in the court. Objection, hearsay. Amber said that Johnny hated James so much and that caused one of their physical altercations. So that got me to remember James Franco, who got pretty much canceled because he was apparently sleeping with his students. So he's been dating this gorgeous woman. Her name is Isabel Paxad. And apparently they've been dating you guys for like five and a half years. Isn't that cray cray? like five and a half years. Oh my God. And she's literally gorgeous. And she seems so cool. And she's like an actress, director. Oh, smoker. Oh, we love her. Oh, we love her. Anyway, just want to give you that information. Go stalker. Isabel Paxad looks like a fucking vibe. All of y'all heard about ZocDoc. I just don't know why all y'all are not using ZocDoc because it's the, it, it just makes booking a doctor's appointment the easiest ever ever. Like I'll go on ZogDoc. I have my insurance put in there and I'll search for the type of doctor. It'll come up. I'll make an appointment on ZogDoc. Everything. I don't want to call. I don't want to call. You know what? Like cancel calling in 2022 and ZogDoc is doing 
just that. Seriously, if you don't know about ZocDoc, it's the easiest way to book your next doctor's appointment. No matter the specialty, you look for a doctor, you choose their specialty, you can look and browse uh, by zip code. So whatever's closest to you, like I do, and then find the doctor. There are reviews on there. So you could read what other people had to say about that uh, service provider. And you can book right on there, which is like cray cray. What I also love is obviously you put in your insurance and then it's filtered by whoever accepts your insurance. So Literally, what are you doing? You got to use ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. Like I said, you could read up on the local doctors and get verified patient reviews. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time and a slot. And whether you want to see that doctor in person or do a video visit, you're booked. Find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash not skinny and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash not skinny. ZocDoc.com slash not skinny. I posted a podcast AMA, which I usually don't like to fucking do because I think it's lame. You know how, you know, podcasters are always like, I'm interviewing so-and-so today. Leave any questions. I hate that too. I'm like, do your job. Come up with the questions. But I'll tell you what I wanted to do today. I just knew that I am going to be recording a solo pod and I knew that I'm way too lazy today to type out answers to do uh, uh, questions. So I was like, oh, let's do some questions on the podcast. Okay. I have, let's start from the beginning. Uh, thoughts on Chloe's Met Gala look. I loved it. I loved it too. I think she looked amazing. I feel bad because I know she has anxiety and you could tell that she's still anxious. People thought that it looked a little bit too similar to Kim's dress. It might have. It might have. When Army and Court shaking salads, honestly, I just want to say this. The Courtney, the moment at the red carpet where I was interviewing her and then she she walks away. I was like, hey, bye. And she was like, we should do a day. And then I famously was like, oh, my God, you guys catch that, hear that, whatever. Then at the after party, I was also talking to her and she brought it up again. And I just want to say that people don't bring up something twice that they don't mean and that they haven't thought about. It's something she thought about that's brewing in her mind for quite some time. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. How do I deal with the haters? That's a good question. I really, really try hard to believe in the sentence that I made up that says negativity propels negativity. So although a lot of times when I get nasty messages, all I want to do is post them and tell you guys and have you feel bad for me and cry together and, and whatever. But then I'm like, no, that, you know, it gives that person validation and it gives another hater, you know, validation. And then all just want to hate together. And I think that the most important thing to focus on is the people that love you in life, not even if you're, you know, uh, speaking of followers or anything like that, but in general, focus on the people that love you. And there's so fucking many. And it's so hard. It's so much easier to accept love than it is to accept hate. Do you know what I mean? It's so much easier to accept that fucking thousands of people fucking love you for who you are that don't know you and support you and cry with you and are proud of you. Like how fucking amazing is that? That's crazy. That's something to think about and accept and 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 embrace. Why are you thinking about the 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 way less amount of people that are hateful? I think it's just so much easier to accept love and it's so much harder to accept hate. And that's what I'll say about that, you know, and I and I try to to ignore it and focus on the people that love me and support me because that's the fucking crazy part. How lucky am I to have that? Like that's that's what should be focused on. And those people, it's exactly what James Corden told Chloe and the Kardashians. They are all fucking projecting. It's not about you. It's about them. If somebody is so hateful that they want to write a mean spirited message to somebody that they don't know, if somebody's so hateful that they want a person that they don't know to 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 not be well, if they wish bad upon another person, if they constantly try to, you know, I, I just wrote the other day, I posted somebody, somebody said, see, I did, I did, I did that negativity propels negativity. 
Oh, and I was like projecting much because it was like I posted uh, Martha Stewart holding Pete's hand tight and the person that I was hand shaming. It's like, no, that's what you were thinking. You didn't think I thought that you were thinking something bad about her hands. I wasn't. I didn't even notice her hands. I noticed her grip. So it's shit like that. Anyway, did I meet Kylie at the Malibu house pre-premiere? It's not Malibu house. Do you mean Nobu Malibu? I didn't. We didn't get to meet them that day. I wasn't worried because I was like, mm-hmm, I have the Hulu uh, premiere tomorrow and I'm going to see them all. I think other influencers that were there were upset because they thought they were going to meet them. I did see her visiting her room because there were like themed rooms and I saw her and honestly she seemed like not in the mood to be there and again I mentioned this before I think she's dealing with some postpartum you know postpartum downies and I think that she doesn't feel like being around people and being at events and dressing up and doing glam and and I totally get that and I actually feel for her it seems like she's really not into it right now a lot of people want to know if the girl that accidentally sent me that I'm becoming the worst has ever DM'd me or if I know what's going on with her. I don't know. I don't remember her name, so I can't check. And I definitely didn't block her. So I I don't know. I don't know if that's a good, that's a good question. When should we expect you on TikTok? You're not going to see me on TikTok. I mean, maybe I'll flip like a steak, but no, TikTok, I just feel like it's not for me. I'm a one media channel kind of girl. Like I just can't deal with more than one. I give my heart and soul to one place and I can't deal with it. Are you going to move to LA? I, I am not as of right now. I always say that I would move for a job. I also said last time we left that I would move if it became very frequent that I had to go there. And then literally you guys, I'm going tomorrow. So it's a month since I've been there last, which like you guys will see what I'm up to there. I know that's so annoying, but I'm just going to keep it a surprise, but it's going to be very exciting. And I'd love you guys to get guessing. So even though I have to go again and it's only been a month, I'm still going to not move. (laughs) I mean, listen, at the end of the day, LA is fun. It's beautiful. I could see myself living there. There are a lot of opportunities in what I do, but my family's in New York and I'm 34 years old and I've moved so much in my life uh, randomly and moving is a really big thing. And I have a baby and I'm not saying it's not doable and I'm not saying it's not whatever, but I think it needs to be done with much more thought that's put into it, much more organizing and much more with purpose than, you know, when you're younger and don't have a kid and whatever. So I'm not saying it's never going to happen. I'm saying like it'll happen when it's like supposed to happen and not just like, oh my God, like did one red carpet. I'm moving. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I judge myself too hard to. Are you on board with Hus's plan to start working on baby number two in September? No. <laughs> Hus can fucking plan, okay? My body, my fucking choice. Listen, on one hand, you do. You feel the pressure of giving your baby a sibling. It's like a thing. I don't know why single, you know, only children, you know, get a bad rep. Okay. Like, I feel like you shouldn't, but I don't feel like I'm ready right now. I'd want Noah to be, I don't know. We'll see when he gets in. He's going to start pre-K in September. We'll see how that goes. I can't even imagine really being pregnant again, you guys. It's like, it's just so much. It's like, it's, it's a lot being pregnant and doctor's appointments and birth and the first few months of a newborn. And it's just crazy. And even now having one kid is crazy. I don't know how people do it. But at the same time, yes, I will have that pressure in my mind that's like to give him a sibling. But I really don't know when. I really don't know when. Do I hate Lily Reinhardt now for disrespecting our queen? Okay, so you guys are talking about Lily uh, Reinhardt, who was really pissed about Kim's comments about the 16-pound weight loss, the Met Gala. She wrote some stories saying it's, you know, toxic and disgusting. No, I don't hate Lily Reinhardt at all. She, I think, has struggled with eating disorders and she talks a lot about body positivity and accepting your body and and shares different accounts. And it's something that is very close and deep and personal for her. And I think that's how she felt. And I mean, I totally get it. I totally get it. No, I don't hate her at all. I totally get it. She did delete it. I think a lot of times we delete things and I'm gonna put myself in the category, not because she's a pussy or not because you are embarrassed by what you said. I think you just don't want to deal with the backlash and you don't want to deal with 
you know, it became headlines and people were probably messaging her and go figure if there were fucking like threats to her or whatever. And just a lot of times, like I'll, I'll tell you guys, like I'll delete something because it's like I don't feel like dealing with it. It's not that important to me. If it's an important stance that I'm taking, then fine. If it's not and it's just like an influx of a gazillion people and, you know, whatever, then then it's like, no, I don't feel like dealing with this right now. But I totally, totally get that standpoint. Would you invite Stasi on to talk about her book and get more of the cancel scoop? Yes, yeah, Stasi was actually supposed to do my podcast. We were talking about it because she was in New York. And then she was doing a couple others, Morning Toast and Taylor Streckers. And I was just like, you know what? Let's do it. We both thought it would be cooler to do it when she's after her wedding. And it would be more you know, different stuff to talk about and not the same exact thing she she talked about in three podcasts plus her fucking book, which is a New York Times bestseller. So it'll definitely happen in the future. What are my goals for this year? It's hard. I don't really have them. I am literally just enjoying the ride every day. Really grateful, honestly, for doing what I love. I know that it's something that is so hard to do. And I'm saying that from experience because I've I'm 34, right? So I, I, I've worked many jobs that I didn't love and always n- knew that it's like, sounds like a unicorn dream to be doing something that you love. Like that's wild, but it shouldn't be, right? It should be, we should be doing what we love and it's harder said than done. And it comes with a lot of different, you know, it, there are a lot of different ways to get there. And but you should keep trying. That should always be the goal to do what you love. Don't settle. Don't settle for not doing what you love. And even but you know what? You know what I always said even before I did this? Sometimes there were jobs like I loved going there. I loved the people. I loved not working too hard. I loved, you know, the, the salary was fine. Like you don't have to do you get what I'm saying? Like there are different ways to look at your job. But right now I'm just really grateful for where I'm at. But I literally take it one day at a time because I am very fucking aware of the type of industry I'm in and pinch myself, you know, when things are good. And also know that I have a college degree if shit shit goes awry. So anyway, that's it for today, you guys. I had a lot of fun, actually. I think I might start recording from my bed and answering questions on here more often. No, I was that was me just imagining the, the crowd's response. Anyway, I love you guys so fucking much. I'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 